Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and Adam. Hi Phil. Hey Adam, how's it going? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing good. We uh we started our first day of school with students today, so Yeah, you just were just telling me that. That's amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, so we uh yeah, we're actually gonna talk about that today so mm-hmm. so uh, it's kind of foreshadowing here but before we do that um dear listeners if you are enjoying our conversations um if you want to contribute please reach out to us uh via youtube facebook instagram also you may reach out to us on um on on our um on the anchor website and leave us a voice message and so we would appreciate your interactions. We would. It makes us feel less like we are talking into the void. And dear listeners, we would actually love to hear your suggestions of what you'd like us to talk about in future episodes. Give us some direction. Give us yes. some requests. Most loyal listeners are really reticent to make these suggestions because they uh, they think that we'll ask them to be guests on the podcast. Um, and all I have to say is, yes, we may ask you to be a guest on our podcast, but all you need to do is say no, and we promise not to put too much peer pressure on you. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we would love ideas because mm-hmm. we are but two very busy music educators. Uh, and so sometimes the creative juices are 100 percent devoted to our day jobs. And yes. we come to our night job, our Tuesday night recording session of Wasertwapa, and we sometimes feel a little bit uninspired so dear listener inspire us as only you can do yes we you know we probably um we probably should have had should have had michelle on with us savage about to talk about this episode maybe that's something we could do in the future all right maybe a future week soon number one fan yeah anyway so yeah so today we are going to talk about going back to school because that is what we are both doing. I've already done. You're getting ready to do. Yeah. And uh, so we want to talk about that. You know, I, I mean, do you, are you a little upset that summer's almost over, Adam? Uh, I mean, summer is over. It's not almost over. Summer is over, <laughs> um, unfortunately. And uh, uh, here's how I feel. I, uh, I am excited to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was really excited to go back when I thought we wouldn't have to mask. Right. Um, I, I must admit that some of my enthusiasm was dampened by that. Um, mm-hmm. but I am, mm-hmm. I am very excited to make music this year. My job description has changed a little bit this year. I'll be doing more choirs and less classes. Right fewer oh, classes okay. um uh-huh. so i'm excited about that um i think 
what uh so now that i've said the positive i will admit um mm. that i i may be feeling uh less energy at this point in the summer last day of my summer vacation um than i have in the past i think there are a couple of reasons for that the positive is that i had a very busy summer with a ton of time on the road and wonderful travels um so all of that was amazing uh but mm -hmm. i vacation hard i mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. pedal to the metal uh i really vacation hard so that left me just a little bit drained um mm -hmm. and then i think the other thing um is there, there well there are two more things i'll mention uh one of them is just that we ended our semester very late in the spring. Mm -hmm. Our spring mm -hmm. semester went quite late. So the summer was, in actuality, uh, several weeks shorter than it would be typically. Um, mm -hmm. So that that's difficult, um, uh, you know, just less time for rest and recuperation. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, I'll say, um, last year was such a difficult year uh, with COVID restrictions that um, I think it just left me feeling more burnt out than I am accustomed to feeling at the end of an academic year. Um, and so I still feel, I feel like I'm, you know, still recovering from that. And I'm, uh, I'm praying, quite literally praying that uh, this year ahead is not, it's whatever this year is, of course, it's going to be fatiguing because we work hard, right, Phil? Yeah, no, yes. But I do pray that it is not fatiguing in the same ways that last year was. I pray that this year ahead contains more of those aesthetic moments that inspired me to be a music educator and i i'm i think i have a reason to believe that this year will be mm -hmm. filled with more aesthetic moments um you know the although there are still covid restrictions um things this fall just look significantly more normal than things last fall so i am grateful for that and i look forward to this year with some anxiety yes but also much anticipation all right yeah. phil your turn <laughs> how are you feeling as you've started your school year um you know whenever a few weeks ago when we went back for professional development i think the um maybe the night before i could just kind of really feel a sense of peace um and I think like you were saying the like the idea of even though for you you said you didn't really you haven't really felt like you had the full reset you know um recharge for this summer in that in that moment i felt like what well, i am excited um about mm. the upcoming school year and you know even even though you know still kind of thinking about some of the challenges that we have with COVID. 
I'm looking forward to making music. One, because like uh, last year was my first full year of teaching. Right. And so this year, you know, uh, I, I have my feet more firm on the ground. Um, I, I have, you know, a my my expectations were either confirmed or I'm like, OK, maybe I need to change my expectations for the students and how we approach things. And and then like having a desire to. All right. They were able to really they really were able to get this or that. OK, let's see how yes. much further we can go. Um, and so so like I started the professional development with a you know with the sense of anticipation and for me i'm not teaching pe this year so so i am i'm happy about that not not so much because i hated physical uh fitness but but because i don't have to devote divert attention from trying to teach music to yes. figure out I'm going to teach me. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm very excited for you. Yeah. And we have, you know, we have a great, um, I have a great colleague who was hired, who is going to teach PE and he, along with some other things. And so really glad. I mean, that's the other thing. So like last year, I think there was, um, there was, there were, uh, there were seven, I think, teachers. So we had three specialists and no, no, I take that back. Five. There were eight of us because there's five classroom uh-huh. teachers and three specialists. And so this year now we've we st- we have the eight plus one. We are adding another specialist. So we're up to nine. And um, and, you know, and I think everybody who is at the school is who everyone who has come back or either has been hired is excited about um excited about being here you know and i mean i'm ready or ready to excited about teaching i guess you know i mean we probably all have you know different um you know different concerns especially around covid but so yeah that and i i'm back in my classroom and i eventually i will take a picture i've um i put up you know some where i put up the hand signs for soul mm-hmm. fetch I put up the uh, I put up my Takademi um, syllables for a rhythm solfege. I'm, I'm kind. Of, I wanted to give it a name, rhythm solfege. Well, I didn't give it a name, but I wanted to use that so that they. I I can't take credit. I'm not gonna take credit. I'm thankful for teachers who <laughs> who shared that wisdom with me. <laughs> I want I want to quickly squash that. I did not come up with rhythm solfege, but. If um, only, if if only. <laughs> yes, I would be rich, right? But yes. <laughs> um, uh, the yeah, I've put that some of that stuff. We're gonna, I'm gonna add more stuff to the walls because last year we, I was, I was barely in the classroom only. Um, and so now the students are gonna come into the music room, and we're so I'm looking forward to these you know, are really positive music. changes. Yeah, yeah, exa- exactly. I'm not, you know, I, w- I was telling someone uh, I was leaving something in every classroom. Like I would go, you know, mm-hmm. the next time I would go back, I was like, oh, this is where I left that book. 
or you know these mallets. I was I mean <laughs> looking for these mallets, and they were they've been in the classroom in some another classroom for like for two weeks. So yeah, yeah these are very good, very positive changes. So I am happy for you. Thank you, thank you. And so you are to answer the question: How are you feeling about the start of start of school? Mm -hmm. It sounds like you would say eager. I yeah I am eager I am eager you know the thing is Adam like like I said I just feel like and I want I've just I've like the Lord Jesus has given me a sense of peace and I'll be praying for you as you are trying to um, you know prepare and, and kind of and still I hope you do get that refresh refreshing before you you know before you um, uh, see your students next week um, mm. or this week because you will see them on the 30th uh, is it the third well that's next Monday month. is it the I'll 30th? see them on Monday the 30th yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I'll be praying for a refreshing before you see them and maybe and maybe you will be refreshed when you see them you know like I maybe <laughs> I think that was something you know uh, I think that that's exciting too. Like when the when the students see you, I mean, probably especially in elementary school because um, you know they they just you know they just it's just kind of a I, don't know, I guess innocence maybe a good word is just mm. you know, if they're if they're excited to see you they're gonna show it they're gonna show that yeah. they that they yeah. missed you and that I will say that has been I mean you know uh, we experience a little bit of pre-school, pre-back-to-school jitters every mm -hmm. year. I don't know. I will. I haven't had my uh, nightmare yet where I show up to the first day of class and don't have anything prepared. I usually <laughs> have that nightmare one of these nights before school while I'm, uh, before the semester starts. Uh, uh but, we, you know, the jitters are, are consistent, but also consistent is the excitement that comes uh, to see your students back, your students who we haven't seen in a few months. Uh, mm -hmm, I am mm -hmm. very excited to see my students again face-to-face. -face. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and, and you know, I guess another positive change is that all of the students are in person. Right. Um all of the students, and thankfully they're all masked. As a private school, we, um, you know, uh, we didn't have to really contend with some of the issues that um, Broward. I live in Broward County, and I work around Dade County, that Miami <laughs> Dade County. So we haven't had to really contend with that. Um, that was an easy choice for our for our um, principal, our head of school, to make. And so you know we. You know we are take again taking those precautions, but we we do like you said we want to be in person. Being having them in person uh, is another another great another great thing. Yes, you know, great yes, it is. Well, Phil, mm -hmm. next item on our agenda to discuss mm -hmm. is comparing the feelings of pre-academic year when you are teaching pre-K through 12 versus your pre-academic year feelings when you're teaching at the collegiate level. Um, mm -hmm. And 
you know, ah, it is. So here's, as someone with experience teaching mm -hmm. uh, in the public school, uh, seventh through twelfth grade, versus and now someone with experience teaching at the university level, uh, this is difficult for me to to compare because really? okay. I am not the same person. What right? Well, that, yeah. That I mm -hmm. was mm. Um, when I was teaching public school. Um, so my feeling, I just I don't feel. Uh, I feel like the way that my feelings are different really are more about like just the fact that I am a different person mm. rather than a difference because of teaching at different age levels. Mm. Okay, well then let's talk about that. I think that I think that's an interesting part of it. Well, I mean, it's so difficult to put into words. Uh, mm. But this is a podcast, so I have to try. Um, <laughs> I can't draw a picture to express my feelings. Um, so when I was preparing to teach public school, um, mm -hmm. the I think I was... Um, I usually entered the year more refreshed than I feel now. Um, and I think there are a couple of reasons for that. I uh, was not the like uh, vacation hard kind of guy back then. Um, my, I remember my vacations, quote unquote vacations during the summer for the years that I taught public school, I was in my 20s, and my vacations were like going to nine weddings every summer. I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, all of my friends were getting married, and so I would go to like a dozen weddings in the summer, and uh, that was all of my travel. Um, that, that was my entire travel budget, was going to weddings. Um, upstate New York. And, uh, and I was younger. Right, I had more energy back then. I was young whippersnapper. Now, um, now, even though I feel uh, more confident in what I'm doing and and just you know more sure than I was back then that I remember how to do my job. I remember that being <laughs> a real fear that I would like walk into a choir rehearsal and suddenly forgotten how to conduct. Uh, that never happened, <laughs> thankfully. Um, still, mm. even though I feel more confident now, um, there is, there is, uh, this is going to sound really negative, and uh, I don't mean it to come across that way. Uh, I'm just being honest. There is a weariness to uh, going back now. There's just like this, um, not weary about going back, but just to like, physical exhaustion component mm. so how have how do you feel different as a teacher going back to school versus as a student phil yeah you know as a as a teacher uh, like you were saying even though 
you know, like you said, for you, school doesn't start till the 30th. You're preparing now and probably thought about it even a little in July. I mean, maybe not this year. Maybe you did. Of course. Okay. Yeah, right. You know, like as a teacher, I mean, we are like you're probably like you're always at at some at some degree thinking about, you know, the next year and um, or, you know, if you're looking for or maybe even just coming across like, wow, this would be good for my students. And so that's that Uh uh, like Uh that, like that's one difference as a as a student, you know, um, you know, I, I could you know, possibly take the, the summer off. I, you know, not, not practice as much over the summer or something like that. But as a teacher, you know, I, I'm kind of like thinking about, you know, how am I, how can I, what can I do better? What, what am I going to do different um, this upcoming school year? And that, I mean, that I think that's like probably an overall change in general. Like you can leave like the in college, I would you could just leave the classroom and kind of forget about, um, you know, the the, you know, forget about the class. I mean, until you did your homework or whatever. But as a teacher, you're like, was was I clear? Um, You know, um, am I going to have to re, you know, teach some of those things next class? Um, You know, all of those things you're always thinking about. So. Um, I think that's that's kind of a difference. That's the difference for me. I think. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Phil, do you have any new school year rituals? One of the big ones, I think, is, um, is buying clothes. Like. It, oh. So, <laughs> that's a big one. Like. And I like and I I did not I was I wasn't really big on that as a student, but as a teacher, um, yeah, like this this polo this is new, I just I just wore I wore this for the first time today, so okay you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and so like that's one of the things and I think Wendy is probably Wendy is a motivation for that she has encouraged me to, you know, to always refresh my my wardrobe but that's one. Um, do I have any other, other rituals? I don't think I do right now. I'm trying to think of something that I like, I feel like I need to do like what, like something that sets me, you know, that like gets me ready for the school year. I can't think of anything right now, anything else, but if I do, I'll mention it. What about you? (laughs) Um, you know, I don't really have uh, rituals like mm-hmm. your your clothes shopping. No, I don't don't have that. Like, back, no back to school shopping for me. Uh-huh. Um, no, gosh, no rituals. I mean sitting on the floor of my office picking out new music but that's a ritual I, that's a ritual I guess so, yes i guess so but that's like work related your example was not really like on the job that's true it was maybe like a way of get outside of work of getting ready for work 
I mean that that's that's true, but I think that is definitely still a ritual. I mean, that's something you do every year. That like, right? I mean, we I think we've talked about that before. You you play through all your all the pieces and new pieces and and um and pick those and stuff like that. So you have rituals. I guess so. You have rituals. Yes. I mean, I'm, but they're boring. No, I'm. I have not, no. I have no fashionable polo shirts to show off. <laughs> For my rituals. I mean, this this is like this is a step up for me as I'm like I've been usually wearing a t-shirt. So like I mean wearing a polo is right now. Yes. Yeah. What let me ask you this question. Like what have you um and maybe you don't want to share this because you know you may this this may be you want if you have a you know, students listening, you don't want them to hear this before you share it with the corral. But have you picked a theme for uh, this upcoming school year? Yes, I have. Um, uh-huh. And I'm very excited about it. Um, okay. But I will not, I, I cannot reveal to our audience <laughs> okay. the theme before I reveal to the students. But I will okay. say that it is inspired by our present circumstances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is a theme designed to evoke hope, and mm-hmm. the central word is soul, S-O-U-L. But mm-hmm. other than that, I cannot reveal the theme. That would be unfair to my students. Because I here, understand. Here's, here's why, Phil. Our podcast is free of charge. Or uh-huh. It is quite expensive to be a student at Roberts Wesleyan <laughs> College. They deserve first dibs on the fee. I I imagine so. Yeah, it did, definitely is more expensive than listening to a podcast. Yes. So only if we yes. were getting paid that much to do this. If only. only. Yes. So it, I I want to I want to you know this is like kind of off topic. Oh oh. Uh-oh. Off topic. I was circle but... pod trademark <laughs> off topic. I don't. I've. I've. I. You know, the, a song that I I like, but it is. I think the the setting, the way the the way the uh, com, the way the songwriter uses words to convey the meaning is very. Um, is very why does the word I slip in my mind is leaving me right now veiled very veiled you have to listen and think about what he's saying but the song Imagine by John Lennon mm, you know mm-hmm. you know that song oh. I I, <laughs> I know that <laughs> you, 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 I was just looking at your face though you just got to like like you're thinking about it so that's I'm sorry <laughs> But I mean, like beautiful piano, like beautiful piano c- progression, and you know the little da da da, you know the little chromatic little thing. But he's he the I'm the reason why I say it's kind of difficult and veiled, especially for our Christian audiences, because like the first line is imagine there is no heaven. <laughs> yeah, that that is the way he starts the song. But the point. 
you know, in the song is that if we just, if we didn't live like we were, you know, trying to please God or if we were trying to escape hell, what if we just loved each other? What if we just treated people kind? If we, if we only lived for today, like if we took if we had extra, if we really could give, what if we gave that and we wasn't thinking about it? I won't have for tomorrow if I give today. Like that message is a beautiful message. I think what do you, I mean, what do you think? You know, what do you think about that? Um uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have some I I took us I, off topic. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I have some real reservations with the bad theology <laughs> of that song. I know. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, <laughs> yeah. I, that's how I started. I started. Yeah, it definitely is problematic. But I, I really like I like I said. I think it's very it's it's too it's veiled. Like the the message is too veiled. And but I think you know he's as, is trying to is trying to get at something. And the reason why what made me think about it is your you know the theme that you that you what you what you're the the way you were describing your theme made me think about that song. What if we Im- kind of what we were talking about last last week if we if we loved each other you know if we really um loved each other and if we tried to live in that way i got i gotta find a better song then i gotta <laughs> anyway oh, i love it oh. anyway well, so, okay. Well, to mm-hmm. wrap up, why don't we ahead. talk about removing, adding, or tweaking our processes as educators? This mm-hmm. is something that I that I um I find very difficult to do. I have at times um I have felt hesitant to introduce new processes um into my classrooms because it's like you know i want to be consistent and yet i also competing and usually stronger impulse is to be a better teacher this year than i was the year before um so i find it a difficult thing to be like okay i know this is how we did stuff last year but this year here are the new rules Mm. how do you feel about that now that you're going into your second year sorry i um you know going into my second year i think i i am still you know kind of determining some of those processes and so it it is i think one of one of my biggest things i i've and i think I, i don't know if i shared this in the podcast but um, the consistency in the, I, I think I have shared that before the consistency in the processes that I have and so I probably am more tweaking and adding and and trying to 
um, not so much remove processes, but removing me out of the way of the processes, you know? <laughs> if that makes sense, trying to remove me out of the way of the processes and, um, yes. and adding, so yeah. Yes, I'm with you. Um, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Would you? It's, well, it's go ahead. I I hear B. It's okay, man. We we know you have Who a. Who knows? She. I'm sorry, audience. B. I, right. I need to be downstairs because uh -huh. I only have air conditioning in downstairs. two rooms in my house. Yes, and mm -hmm. uh, and B sees something out the window. Sorry. It's okay. So you know. What I was gonna, what what was one of the things that I really want to work on, and I, as I mentioned on a specific process, um, the one the silent conducting, because in a in a general music room I'm doing a lot of ready begin, you know, um, or ready you know breathe or something like that, and so just practicing silent conducting because uh, eventually going we're going to go out of the classroom and stand on a stage and so that's something i want to be more intentional about just and you know and then and not, not only just so that they will do that with me but so that they can do it with each other so eventually um, my students that are capable and have a desire could stand in front of their fellow um, classmates and lead them um, because they've been seeing me do it. So that's one that I really want to do, that I really want to um, focus on being better at. So just giving them breath, you know, um, uh, mm -hmm. giving them tonality, yes. you know, establishing the key, maybe even, you know, establishing the beat, but then establishing the tempo, but then, yeah, so. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, Phil, anything else for the good of the order? I think that's it. I think we, we covered everything. All right. Well, uh, dear audience, do remember that we'd love to hear from you. And with no further business, I'll say bye for now. Adios.